1: that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. and website for details. Hey everybody and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard, and I'm
0: Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello Katie. Hey
1: Keith. How's it going? Happy
0: post-Grammys. post
1: <laughs> <post-y> Malone Grammys. <laughs> um, well, we'll be talking a little bit about the Grammy Awards uh, this week because the Grammy Awards just happened. Sunday and, night. And as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and Grammys on Billboard's Weekly Charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats, and stories new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, Katie and I will be talking about our experience at the 2019 Grammy Awards. I was on the red carpet, Katie was backstage, and both of us were chatting up the stars.
0: (laughs) Plus, we've got an interview with Allie Brooke. She dropped by recently for a fun chat about her new single, Low Key, featuring Tyga. We talked about the making of its music video, how she's coming along with her new music in general, and how she wants to contribute to the music industry to help her fans feel good about themselves and positive and confident. Obviously, off to a great start. And as this show airs during Valentine's Day week, she
1: shares some of her favorite love songs. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, Visit billboard.com slash podcasts.
0: All right, let's talk Grammys.
1: Grammys, Grammys, Grammys. And we literally have no script for this part of the show.
0: You might think we never have a script, but we do.
1: (laughs) Just seems that (laughs) thrown together. Um, Yeah, so as we said earlier, uh, I was on the red carpet along with Desiree Thompson, who is the news editor at Vibe. Um, We were interviewing, we were taking turns interviewing people on the carpet, and then Katie was backstage in the press room.
0: Correct. So talk to me, Keith, about. Some of the biggest stars that stop by and talk to you, or walked past me, and yeah, yeah. Tell me the people that breezed on by. No, tell me. There's I, a I lot of those. I already know about some of your biggest interviews of the night, but the Pop Shop listeners would love to know who you were most excited about uh, making a
1: stop on the um. carpet. Uh, well, I was I was really happy that BTS came by. Of course, and uh, I think they skipped a lot of press, mm-hmm. and but they made sure to you know come by Billboard, so I, I was thankful for that. And it was uh, fun to chat with them, and uh, got a small update about how their new album's coming along. Mm. Um, they didn't really say a whole lot, but I think they're being cryptic, you know, very <laughs> teasing. Um, but you know, it was a big deal for them to be at the Grammy Awards for the first time, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And uh, there was a number of interviews I did. You know, I talked to, you know, some country folks and, you know, a lot of folks. But um, towards the end of the carpet, and I kind of already described this to Katie, but I'll describe it for you because you haven't heard this yet Mm -hmm. to people listening. Towards the end of the red carpet in terms of time, the show is about to start at 5 p.m. Pacific, and the carpet is kind of kind of closing at like 430 really because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got to really be off the carpet and get inside because yeah. you're it's still even if you're on the carpet at 430 you're not going to really be inside if you aren't if you aren't hustling down that carpet right so there tends to be this like mass exodus of like a-listers like running past you so that's when you see like lady gaga and mark ronson float by and you know, BB Rexa floated by. There goes Cardi. You know, just ever and it was just this parade of people walking past us, yeah, not stopping, yeah, not even trying. Oh, there's Shawn Mendes. Oh, there's Go Camila. <laughs> oh, bye, Ricky Martin. These with are your friends son. of the Pop
0: Shop, even <laughs>
1: friends of the pop friends of the podcast. Just didn't have time for Billboard.
0: I mean, that's to your point. You know, maybe they should show up an hour earlier. <laughs> so yeah, and do all. And I'm not trying to say that like
1: <laughs> Billboard doesn't have the juice. It was more about um. It was it, like they didn't have time to to stop and talk. And, and
0: literally, every outlet is there too. I mean, right. everyone I, is on the Grammy card.
1: I was rolling to a point here, so I'm just standing there, and like we were like, oh, should we get should we get ready for so and so? They're they're walking towards us, like uh, no, they're leaving. No, nope. mm-hmm. oh, they're not stopping. Oh, and then you know, a producer or someone in our you know little interview section was like, oh, it's Dua Lipa. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm no, not going to stop either. Two-time a, nominee, Dua Lipa. A friend of the podcast. I'm like, oh, she's running in just <laughs> like the rest of them. podcast guest. She's running in just like the rest of them. And then uh, all of a sudden, her publicist in front of her like guides her right over to us, and she walks up. I'm like, oh, oh well, hello, Dua. <laughs> she's like, hi. Like, and I said, I wasn't quite ready for you because I did not think you were going to stop for me. <laughs> and she was like, well, of course. It's nice to see you again. I'm like, <laughs> she remembers me, and I'm not even ready. And... Um, And I'm sure she won't necessarily mind this. uh, You you didn't see this on video, but we started to do the interview, and I noticed that it appeared that she had like a bit of lipstick on her teeth. And I said, okay, well, we're going to stop this video. We're going to stop the interview because I think you might have a little bit of lipstick on your teeth, and I don't think you want that in the video. And she turned around and she checked. And I could have just been looking at it wrong, but she had like sort of a nude lipstick on. Mm -hmm. So I'm like... I don't know if that's lipstick or not. So let's just make sure it's not because God help you if like some trolls on the internet see it. Right. So um, we started over. And hopefully, uh, you know, she was appreciative of that.
0: And obviously, it's Dua Lipa, so she looked lovely. (laughs) Perfect. She's
1: a super model. (laughs) I mean, at the end of it, I said, you know, have a great night. And like, you just look, I I said, you look amazing. I'm like, God, why did I say that? Ladies don't want to hear that. That just seems so weird or something. Actually, I think that's probably the
0: only venue where it's fine. Is when you specifically get glammed up for the evening to say somebody looks amazing is a lovely thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just don't say it to your coworkers like at
1: work. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I, mean, I, as soon as I said it, I felt like, oh, is that appropriate? Cause you know, so many women don't like to be asked about their fashion. I didn't ask her what she was wearing.
0: Well, I don't think I, they don't like to be asked, uh, strictly about their fashion. And well, that's I
1: it. I asked, I asked, I asked, nothing. I asked about how do you feel about being nominated for best new artist? I asked about her new song. I asked about how the new album was going yes. at the very end. I said, you look amazing. And then I let her go into the wild.
0: And then I got to talk to her later that night. Oh, really? Because she came back stage after she won Best New Artist and performed with St. Vincent. And she also previously in the pre-televised ceremony uh, won Best Dance Recording along with Silk City, aka Diplo and Mark Ronson, for Electricity. So first two Grammys all in one fell swoop. Two for two. Two for two. Um, incredible buzzy performance, and then she came back to chat with us. Um, and like Keith, she said, "Nice to see you again," because we've interviewed her twice now, or I've interviewed her twice. You've interviewed her more
1: times because of
0: carpets, etc.
1: Yeah, but you you've also seen her at the BBMA. Oh, that's last year right, at carpet.
0: Billboard Music Awards for sure. But um, yeah, so she's just like the best, yeah. pretty much. And she also got to finish her acceptance speech backstage because she got cut off in the telecast. Uh, The music started rolling on her. She kept talking. And then a commercial just popped on in.
1: Damn, those commercials.
0: So if you look for my article on what you didn't see on TV on billboard.com from the Grammys, that has the ending of Dua Lipa's acceptance speech that she didn't get to say on the camera.
1: Is that the question that you asked her?
0: No, I asked her about why it was important for her to say that women have really stepped up this year. Mm. Um after last year's controversy with uh, outgoing Recording Academy CEO and President Neil Portnow. And she, of course, because she's a lovely person, had the most diplomatic, sweet answer about how women, she was happy to share in this whole experience with, with such talented women, that there were so many more women ta- uh, that were nominated than Best New Artist, etc. And, um, you know, left out any, you know, trash talking.
1: <laughs> yeah that's all in reference to what Neil Portnow a, a year ago in the press room at the Grammy Awards saying that women you know will step up yeah. if you want to have a bigger part of the music industry or whatever and then in Dua in her acceptance speech on stage last night for New Artists, said well I guess Specifically women
0: up. step up yeah and uh finally the other uh the other thing backstage that I especially loved um was I got to see our friends Pasik and Paul because well, The Greatest Showman won in the pre-televised ceremony.
1: For compilation for visual media Correct. or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And um, of course it won. I mean, it's like the most blockbuster of blockbuster soundtracks of all time.
1: Yeah, well, it was up against Call Me By Your Name.
0: It was. Sorry, <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. A personal Keith fave. <laughs> Um, but I got to ask them a question and, uh, Justin looked at me as like, Hey, you (laughs) like remembered talking to me for the podcast last
1: year. That's sweet.
0: Yeah. So I asked them about, you know, the incredible chart success of the album, you know, kind of contributing to the success of the movie overall and turning it into a cultural phenomenon. And they had a very lovely answer about that.
1: Did anyone ask them about how the adaptation of the movie into a stage musical is coming along? I'll
0: tell you what. uh, The press room, Keith's been in these press rooms before. They're very weird. And people... Ask or don't ask questions. I got up to ask my question figuring I'd be one in a line of people. I was the person <gasps> who asked a question and then they dismissed them because nobody else went up to the microphone. Wow. I would have asked about many other topics if I had known that no one else was going to ask a question. It's bizarre. Oh, You really never know. You never know who like is going to get the biggest line up of people. Like there was, there was a few artists that like I was bummed that I didn't get up and ask a question of. And then there were some where I was like, whoa, I couldn't have even gotten a word in edgewise if I had wanted to with some other people. So well, it's interesting. An, well,
1: that's weird. Crazy, yeah. crazy press room. Well, um,
0: overall great Grammys. I thought I really enjoyed the performances, especially this year. I have to say, cause they were just epic. There were a lot of, a lot of great ones. A lot of women. There were a lot of ladies. It's probably not a coincidence.
1: It's ladies night and the feeling's <laughs> right.
0: well, Now it's time for our interview with Allie Brooke. She came by the office recently to talk all about her new song, Low Key, featuring Tyga and its glam music video. Plus, we talked about where she's at with her new music in general, and if it could end up as a solo album, and so much more. And because it is valentine's day week we talked to her about some of her favorite love songs and she even started singing a little bit
1: we didn't we didn't even have to like you know pay her the normal fee I, exactly
0: little did we know we were we were uh, gonna get like a performance in, in our conference room it's, it's like
1: three seconds let's so not get crazy <laughs> i
0: mean it was awesome though so take a listen to our interview with ali Brooke.
2: lucky you should really get
1: Welcome back to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Allie Brooke.
2: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be back.
1: How are you? I
2: I am fan-friggin-tastic. That's that's, the, that's how I am. Fan,
1: fan, <laughs> fan is that like the ex- specific? Totally, fan. it's
2: like a, the perfect exaggeration. <laughs>
1: yes, it is.
0: I am you know, so happy. we are talking to you before the big song comes out, but this is being listened to after, after. everyone has already heard Loki. So, in the minds of the fans, Loki is out oh, there. How excited is that? Oh why my. you are so fantastically excited? <laughs> yeah, that this yeah. song is yes, coming.
2: Yes, I am so excited. Um, It's been a long journey and it's been um, a long process Mm -hmm. and everybody's been so patient. So I'm so happy that my debut single is is coming out. It's just unreal honestly I can't describe it but I'm just very very happy and I hope everybody loves it
0: <laughs> you know we're we are lucky that we've already heard the song it's fantastic and we it's been trapped in both of yeah. our heads oh for my days
1: God. like this morning no joke like this morning I was I was in the shower and I'm like, low-key, low-key. like, oh.
0: <laughs> And then my we compare notes when he got in. He's like, I was singing in the shower. He's like, I was singing in my living room.
1: <laughs> so oh, my God. It's a full-on <laughs> earworm. Don't sorry. be sorry. Sorry, not
0: sorry. Great, I know. That's a great thing.
1: That's a terrible problem to have when right? it's stuck in your head. <laughs> oh,
2: totally. I'm, I'm very happy it's, all, it's
1: working.
0: And when that song came to you, is that kind of like why you like why it stuck with you too? Did it get stuck in your head?
2: Oh, yeah. How did that how did that
0: whole process uh, happen?
2: It's a story, actually. So I was prepared with another single Mm. so we were almost ready to press the go button on that but that one had constant revisions and we couldn't get it perfect yet and my manager Charles Chavez he calls me and he's like Ali oh my gosh I found this record I just listened to it and it's incredible um all these amazing songwriters and producers are a part of it John Ryan, Julian Bonetta, Ian Kirkpatrick, Teddy Geiger he's like you need to hear it and if we can get it for you It's going to be your single. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's (laughs) amazing. Um, Let me hear it. So he played it for me the next day. And as soon as I got done, like, with the first listen, I was like, wow. This is – it was a pretty magical moment where I felt like this is it. This is her. I found –
0: her. Her. I found the (laughs) one. I love it.
2: And, uh, you know, because I've been in the studio for months and months and months like a, a long time you know just trying to find the right record and the day's finally here so I'm I'm so happy we all really just love it and it feels like me and that's what matters
1: yeah we didn't we actually didn't have the credits to the song so when you just said Ooh, Julian Bonetta and Teddy Geiger people, I'm like yeah. it's
2: kind of insane and yeah. it's cool because I, I've known Julian he was in the beginning of the group he worked with us so it's kind of full circle there and um, John Ryan as well, and Ian did a few songs on the last album, so it's kind of full circle, and the list of names are, there's some heavy hitters, so I just feel so fortunate.
0: It's a pretty cool um, sort of, like, uh, solo intro, too, to be like, you need to get to know me, you know, it works on a few levels, Totally,
2: I love that, and someone else said that the other day, and I really like that, you know, it's really cool to kind of come from one place and Be known as something or like a little fraction of something, but now you know I'm a a whole being in person, and it's a really (laughs) cool thing to say, Hey, (laughs) hi, yeah, hi Hi guys, (laughs)
1: just low key, right? Low key,
2: (laughs) y'all,
0: very subtle. (laughs) Um, well, Tyga is featured on the song, that's That's a huge feature.
2: I know it's still crazy for me to think about or to know. I'm like, Wow, Tyga, that's so. Dope. Um yeah, so it was really crazy because actually the song, um, when I first heard it, it didn't have an opening for a rap feature. Mm. So we originally, um, Charles and I thought, oh, it's just gonna be your song like Allie. Um and then I had a meeting with Julie Greenwald and Craig Coleman of late of my label, Atlantic Records. And we were just talking, they were so excited and they said, Hey, we really think a uh, rapper could be in this record. Mm-hmm. We think Tyga would be so amazing and we were blown away and was like, wow, yeah, that would be freaking phenomenal. You're like, can you
1: make that happen? Yeah, we're exactly. <laughs> like, uh, can
2: you make it happen? Do you and, have his number? Yeah, but the thing was, on, uh, on top of that, we were getting ready to shoot a video within days. Mm. So I was like, we need to, one, get him on the record, and two, get him in the video within days. Not sure how that's going to happen. And then magically the stars aligned. and They sent me the record with him on it. And I was blown away. He freaking annihilated that song in the best way possible. And I love his music. I'm a a fan of his music. He's had such an outstanding year. And it was just perfect timing. And honestly, he made the record so much better. He brought a new life to it. And uh, he was at the video. So cool, so nice, so humble, down to earth. Was, was that amazing. when you first got
0: a chance to meet him? Was on yeah, the video I think, shoot? I
2: think so. I know.
0: You're like
1: you maybe, maybe we in the past. Paths oh so yes, yeah. or a carpet red carpet. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. I know we did once. Yeah, I, I don't know. I forgot, but basically yes. Like to actually fully. <laughs> it's like, meet don't him. come for
1: Ali if she forgot <laughs> that she didn't met him before. I know,
2: right? Because <laughs> 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 so much has happened. But no, basically yes. Like the first time it was. It was me, we were able to have a conversation, one on one. collaborating
0: one-on-one. Yeah. On one. That doesn't yeah. always
1: happen when you have like a rap feature, like sometimes the rapper can't show up totally. for the video shoot, Yeah. and the fact that schedules. you were able to turn that around in so few days, yeah. that's, uh, that says was... something about the song and the collaboration that it was all said it kind of meant to be probably. Absolutely,
2: you know? and that, that's how I feel with this record. Um, it's It's really incredible.
1: The video, you know, speaking of the video, it's super glam. There's choreography, it's gorgeous, lots of costume thank changes. You. It's, it's gl- you're glowing in it.
2: Oh yeah. my gosh! Um, thank you.
1: Can you walk us through the concept of the video and how it came to be, and you know who thought of what and
2: Yes, so. That's a story too. We we just have stories with this record, and I love that. Luckily, we're here for a podcast. You <laughs> yeah, can tell yeah. There's stories. So I'll, you want. I'll tell you the whole the tea. No, just <laughs> so I um we had the record, and we were given several treatments. I looked at all of them. I think there's over like fifteen. Wow. And yeah, and Charles and I, my my manager, he uh, talked to me, and he said, hey, this this. um video director named Mike Ho is really incredible. He knows how to highlight an artist in the best way. And he also, his cinematography is really precise and stunning. Um, so I'd love for you to meet him. And I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> we met, we clicked instantly, and it felt like we had known each other for so long. We just related on so many levels mm-hmm. of like music, our love for videos, and and even God, it was just so awesome. So and then in there, I felt like, oh, his energy is so great. We, we mix so well, and we got a treatment for him from him. And we had, I think we went through, like, five, seven, something like that, revisions of it, because it started off as um, something totally different. So it was, um, I think it was we, it was me, and it was a guy, and I was, like, singing for him and dancing kind of for him, and... It's just this whole scene that kind of evolves, and at the end, we kind of end up together. It's kind of the same concept, but a little different. It's a little more, I feel like, grittier and maybe a little darker. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to kind of lighten it up, and I wanted more.
1: There's definitely humor in the video. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's even
2: some humor in it, too, which is which is funny. <laughs> um, but basically, it was a collaborative effort between me, my label, and Charles, To um, We just wanted a concept I knew from the beginning I was like, I want this to be a story I don't want it to just Mm -hmm. be me in front of lights Singing, I want it to be a concept So we basically After several revisions after agreeing and disagreeing on so much between, you know, all of us together, we finally came to something that we loved. And it was basically a story of me being in a dance room, you know, getting ready for a big audition. Hmm. And then my friend, you know, comes up to me and she's like, oh, you're not, you're not, you're not dating, right? I'm like, oh no. But really, you know, we kind of evolved within the story and we do have like a secret little love there. And so I go from being in the audition to kind of just talking to him noticing he's there and then in the chorus um there's a lot of like performance shots and there's that story of me auditioning, being there, and then he comes in. Suddenly and he shows up fluid. and knows all of the exactly, choreography. Exactly, exactly. I think that was one of the notes. Like suddenly he comes in and he seems to know it out of thin air, or something
1: like that. I was like, like a true musical, he suddenly knows all the steps. Right? I mean, yes.
2: he was
0: at the he
1: was at a well, he, rehearsal. He, he, was he was watching. watching. watching he was watching. So he he did was like, know. let
2: me, let me, let me see the moves. He, seemed <laughs> to,
1: he also seemed to have five male friends that all knew the same dance moves to right? show up at the same time. I
2: know, I know, because like, it like, was a big audition that. We we were all getting ready for I, it. I love it. it. I absolutely yeah. love it. So then we kind of evolve into that and then um, more into the story of how we we do have that connection. It's kind of like me being in power and saying, hey, you know, you should you should get to know me. And there's so many different elements of the video that I love. It was very
1: mm-hmm. sweet and it was also very beautiful at the Thank same you. time. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. Well, you know, when I was watching the video, I was like, wow, this setting is like really cool. It's so beautiful. Where in the world is she at? And I started Googling like, I, because I didn't know where it was, and I didn't so want to... We, b- we fall down rabbit holes.
0: We fall go down, down rabbit holes all the time. So I'm like, Googled, too, I'm, Googling, <laughs> like, I'm
1: like, this must be a hotel, or is it like a venue? And I finally figured out it was the Los Angeles Theater.
2: Yes, good job. You get a prize. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Oh, really? Thank you. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in downtown Los Angeles. And I was Googling the history of it, and I saw that you know lots of movies were filmed there, like Fight Club and Charlie's Angels. Oh, my God. I didn't
2: know that. That's Oh, but we found incredible.
1: something else. We found oh, yeah. something else. Oh, tell me. Mariah Carey's Heartbreaker video was filmed there, too.
2: What? Yeah. Yes, Queen Mariah. I see. That is awesome. I'm in good hands. Y'all. You're in
1: great company. <laughs> you're, you're great company. You're following in the footsteps of some legends there. Uh, so, yeah, so you awesome. didn't really know kind of about the history when you shot it there?
2: No, because that was also a location. I think we got like two days before. Mm, amazing. I, yeah. This
0: all did not look last minute, by no, the way. Like nothing not. about I know, it. Which looks was last so. Minute.
2: It was so amazing. And again, with this record. Everything about it, the stars align. Yeah. So, and I love that there's a story behind it. You know, mm-hmm. I I like when things are a challenge and you have to figure out. You know, oh, how are we gonna do this? It makes the end result so much greater mm-hmm. and the satisfaction at the peak level. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I really didn't know much and I've never been there, never been to a show. You know, I've never been there, and I saw the photos and I thought, oh my gosh, this is spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then when I got there, it was even more stunning in person. And I remember specifically when the director showed me the spot for where Tyga and I were yeah, going to be. those stairs.
0: The, the, the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
2: my gosh. I was like, what? I was. I had a moment of geek out for sure. I was like, is this all for me? That's oh, crazy. Yes, yeah, it it <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is.
0: So is it um, safe to assume that Loki is maybe part of a larger
1: album project Ooh, on the
2: way? Yes, absolutely. It's definitely part of a, a body of work. A
1: body of work, as we call them. A
2: yes. body of work. <laughs> I, um, you know, as far as like plans for an album, I think we're just going to see how this does mm-hmm. and then kind of go from there, probably do another single, um, maybe an EP, maybe an album. Eventually, of course. I mean, I want to do there an There will album. be more music. Yeah, there definitely will be. So... I'm very looking forward to that. Mm. This will be the origin of it all.
0: Yes, and how that song that you mentioned that might have been the lead single is that still like in the works? Is that still maybe yeah, coming? Yeah, it's
2: still such a great record. Okay. It's a bop. Like I'll, it'll randomly come on in like my computer or phone or whatever, and I'm like, that's a bop. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. It's it's a it's such a great record.
1: Do you have like a, a stockpile of songs that you're just I like do. sitting on, basically? Mm. Yes. So you're uh, like I have 64. Oh,
2: literally, I think it's <laughs> somewhere around there. Boo, <laughs> not
1: too far. That's,
2: out. But
1: that's what. Ha- People don't understand necessarily. So that's what happens. Right? Yeah. Like, you just, you have all these songs. You're like, I have all my babies. What do I do with
2: exactly, them? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, um, yeah, I mean, there are lots of, of records to choose from. Lots of songs that were like, we love these. We know we want to use these for for something. Maybe save it for an album, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I've I've been recording... The solo music. I mean, how long has it been now since like that announcement?
1: Like, since yeah. the well, the last show yeah, with the army was like May, in the summer, yeah, yeah. In the last summer,
0: yeah. yeah, and
2: then I think yeah, the, and we did uh, that announcement in March, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost a coming year. up on a year, yeah, yeah, and that's a very long time and. It was a lot of patience within that process. Of course, I just wanted to go. Mm -hmm. But the greatest lesson to learn is just wait until the right one comes along, you know. And just take your time. Um, But I'm very, very happy that I did because I'm so, I couldn't imagine any other record
0: yeah. Wow. Is it, when you're working on this music, is there like a feeling or a vibe that you're really going for? Like when you record it, you're like, that's it. Like, I know it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like
2: Yeah. I, I love records that really speak to me or move me. So this one, I just loved the confidence in the record. Mm. I think that's what really spoke to me. Um, kind of kind of growing up, I, I kind of struggled a little bit with confidence. I mean, especially in the group. Mm. So to have this record, it felt so much like me. Um feeling that confidence and you know getting back to who I was within this time frame of becoming an official solo artist just amazing and I loved the melodies the catchiness I love the message low-key you should really get to know me I mean that's 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 amazing so shout out to all the writers I did not write that so I can give them all credit
1: (laughs) you're like you get to know me because we we thought we thought we were watching it and we were listening to it we're like you know this is actually like a really like you know, a different kind of message in a way. It's like a really yeah. positive message. It's like, let's just get to know each other.
0: Exactly. You know? it's and like, but you it's know. tricky because it sounds very it sexy. It sounds very, right? like, sultry. Uh-huh. And sultry, uh-huh. but you what you're really lyrics. saying is like, hey, man, like, take it's a like, pause, look at my on. body, and, like, look at my exactly. mind. You know? Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I love that message, and that's so who I am. I'm like, you know, like, I feel good about myself, and I want people to, when they hear the record, when they sing it, I want them to feel good about themselves and feel good saying, like, you know, Hey, I can be in my own element. I can be sexy if I want to. I can mm-hmm. be cool if I want to. But hey, just get to know me. And y'all can interpret that however, <laughs> as one may please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know, we were, we, you know, as we're doing lots of research, you know, for this interview, you know, we were listening to your other songs that you had released, like some of your collaborations that came out before this. And there was Vamanos. Vamanos, Vamanos, Which, Vamano,
2: Vamano, Vamano. which <laughs> is such a fun song. Thank you. I love that song. <laughs> which
1: I'm pretty sure was all in Spanish, right? Yep. You know, might you have any more Spanish language tracks in the future?
2: Oh, yes. I hope so. I mean, I I plan to because that's my heritage and, and who I am. And my family was so happy. They're like, finally, mija, you're on a song <laughs> where you're singing Spanish. You know, like, like, uh, you know, on my own, it's totally different. Um, So that was so much fun. And I love the record because the translation for it is like literally just talks about how I as a woman can dance for myself. It's not just for the men. I'm in my own element. I'm having fun, and like he says, "Come on!" But to the bed, no. Like you're <laughs> no. in control of <laughs> yourself. I think
0: that's awesome. Yes.
2: Um. But yeah, I I definitely that that is in my future to so do more Spanish.
0: And wow. the theme seems to be pop music with a great positive message. Yeah. Across all it these songs, like yes. I love
2: that. I love it, that. and that's what I so I want to contribute to the music industry Mm -hmm. and I want people again when they hear my music to feel good about themselves and to feel positive and confident like that's some of my favorite records have been from you know the entertainers of the world the Jennifer Lopez's Justin Timberlake's um, Britney Spears Beyonce like when they perform and sing they're confident Mm -hmm. and they feel good about themselves and I want people to feel the same. So I hope that y'all do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you mentioned a little bit about um, like it's been almost a year since you guys announced that you were going to go on a hiatus. Um, What is it like going through this process solo for the first time, like where you're it's like it's there's pros and cons right when you were with a group you had people to lean on to make decisions and you know but maybe you didn't get to make the one you wanted now you get to make your own decisions but now it's all on your name right so what what has that whole process been like
2: um for me um I don't know I guess a lot of people don't know but I started way before the group uh, way before Mm x-factor I was out in LA just trying to make it with my parents I mean Doing like dingy little recording sessions, and you know, just trying to to be an artist. So this is full sor- circle. It's like a for return me. to that almost. except it is. for in
0: better recording studios. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> slightly Thank more high Jesus. class.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's been such an incredible experience, and I've had to go through a lot to get to this point. Mm. I mean, finding my identity, finding my confidence again, and and finding I mean my my voice literally like my. My singing voice and how I wanted that to sound but also my voice as a woman having opinions speaking up and it's just this whole evolution of that so right now I'm at a place I am so overjoyed with the team that I have the label that I have the people in my circle it makes such a difference they're so positive and they're so real and They collaborate with me. You know, it's Mm -hmm. never like you're doing this and, and that's it. Right. It's like, hey, we think you should do this or we love this idea. What do you think? And we go from there. And most of the time we agree with each other. And it's just so awesome to feel empowered. And I'm just a new woman now. So I'm able to be confident in what I'm doing and be supported even through even if I'm like scared or nervous, I'm there to be supported. Whether it's from my manager Charles or my other manager Will, um, to my parents, it's all a family. So I'm actually in just the happiest space ever. I find I find this being so positive and liberating. Wow! So
0: you're not alone I'm you're not, not solo. You're solo, but you're not alone. You're solo, <laughs> but you have support.
2: Absolutely, and of course, like my my fans are just the best and they make me smile so much. And I know they've been so patient. I mean, they're, they're like, girl, where's your music? Like everybody else's oh, fans oh. are always like,
1: you know, you, you, as soon as it's, low
0: key going to come out Friday I mean, or we when like, it comes where's out. The next one? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand it too. Cause it's been so long and, and I've taken my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have been so patient and they've been rooting me on through my, my songs that I've dropped and, and they've been there to just send positive messages and be funny and sassy and <laughs> they're my they're my they're my family and they're my they're my team. So um, I'm so glad that I can finally give them my single
0: amazing um and lastly we're lastly. coming up on uh mm-hmm. valentine's day you're like our valentine's um, day episode that is awesome um so we were wondering what are some of your favorite love songs mm.
1: that are not your own <laughs> oh, I,
0: <I'm, laughs> right. you can say your own too <laughs> i'm fine with it Vamanos. no i'm just joking, <laughs> right.
1: joking. low-key it's an amazing love song
2: <laughs> LOL. um so i'm a huge i'm a huge like sucker for love i love Love and I'm such a romantic. I love the old school love songs. So, like Taylor Dane's, I'll always oh love
1: my God. you. Oh, you love can sing Taylor, Taylor Dane <laughs>
2: That's kind of how she sings. um <laughs> Keep going. We couldn't have her anything Dionne, more than that. Because you love uh, me. Yes.
0: Um, Diane Warren written. Of course, songs, I think right?
1: she. I think she might have written the Taylor Dane one. Oh, too. did she? Oh, maybe, maybe you just love Diane yeah, Warren will, love songs. she will
0: "Love Will Lead You Back." Oh, just oh,
1: someday yeah. I just know Dane. it. Love will lead you back to my heart.
0: Oh, yes, that's
2: that right. That's such a beautiful <laughs> song. Such a bop.
1: <laughs> have you met Taylor Dane yet?
2: No, but I need to. You you should I should just tweet really,
1: her. Just tweet. Maybe her, make I it should. <laughs> Me
2: and my parents would freak out so <laughs> hard. I also love anything Frank Sinatra. So mm. just the way you super look old tonight, super old school. Nat Cole, of course, L O V E. That's a great. Um, song. These are great Um, choices. When a man loves a woman. Michael Bolton.
1: Allie Brooks Mm -hmm. sings the classics. (laughs) Yes, the classics. (laughs) Guys,
2: please, whoever's listening out there, please just preserve the classics. 70s, 60s, 80s, like, they're the best um you know it's funny we were talking field. about
0: the la theater that um aerosmith had filmed a video we're like oh she's my gosh 25 don't want to miss just, a thing see, oh, oh my gosh <laughs> we're like she's 25 she, she doesn't know aerosmith, aerosmith oh i do <laughs> i know
2: <laughs> <them>. <laughs> i am an old soul like secretly i'm an old soul and it's because of the music my parents raised me on and i'm forever thankful for that they gave me the gift of music and the classics so yes. gosh i don't want to miss a thing that song will make me cry mm. that song will will make me just be all just my tears <laughs> slowing down, but Diane Warren wrote that, and I've worked with her and know her, and I put out a song with her for the Weight uh, Watchers, the WW campaign mm, called "The Truth out. Is in yeah. There." Mm-hmm. She's so amazing. The fact that I know her is just like mind blowing to me. You have to pull the out person who wrote her. all those. She songs. has so many yeah. Yeah. stories. All yeah. those. Oh that's incredible.
0: Um, okay, Allie just totally wrote your
1: Valentine's Day playlist <laughs> for you. yeah I've Put it all
0: on more, Spotify. <laughs> just take
1: all those tracks. Yes. Take make it all. happen. <laughs> Oh, this has been so much fun. Yes. Oh,
2: I've had I've had a friggin' blast with you. I like friggin', I guess. So no, it's, it's friggin'. It's <laughs> I love. I really honestly.
1: And and it so and when you're when you hear the bubbliness and brightness of Allie now, this is how she oh, actually you. is like, in actual life. In actual life. And and <laughs> and Katie and I have been saying like, oh, we can't wait to talk to her because she's always so nice. She's like oh, rainbows, you. lollipops, and unicorns <laughs> wrapped into one. Um, <laughs> so and every, and every time I've ever talked to you, like on a red carpet or on the phone, you are always. Is so sweet oh, like the, the first time I talked to you was a million years ago on like a, a radio Disney approximately a million ago. years ago approximately a million <laughs> years ago mm-hmm. on a radio Disney Awards red carpet when oh, like Fifth Harmony had just sort of like become Fifth Harmony wow and uh, look how far Yay. you've come it's so great it's,
2: it's beautiful and thank you for always being so nice to me and the support like it means the world it really does so thank you good guys. luck with everything thank you guys All right.
0: Thank you so much to Allie. We love having you on the show. She's just a ray of sunshine. We
1: say it every time. Come back and sing Taylor Dane whenever you want exactly. to, girl. Yes, it's like that's taste-
0: actually an open invitation to all artists. Come sure. sing Taylor Dane on the Pop Shop.
1: I'm <laughs> like Taylor Dane is like. Can I come by and
0: yeah. see Taylor? Yes, Bain? yes,
1: one hundred percent, yes. Oh, where's <laughs> <always> love? You. <laughs> I cannot do it as well as Taylor does. And now, let's do the chart stat of the week. You are- Well, with Valentine's Day this week, love is in the air, and love has always been on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. You know, more than 100 songs with a variation of love in its title have reached number one on the Hot 100 since the chart launched in 1958. Mm. Those include tunes like You've Lost That Lovin' Feelin' by the Righteous Brothers, Loving You by Minnie Riperton, actually it's Lovin' with an apostrophe, (laughs) And Keep on Loving You by Ario Speedwagon. And then we have all the standard, you know, love songs like Def Leppard's Love Bites, Mariah Carey's Love Takes Time, and Justin Bieber's Love Yourself. So there you have it, a quick Valentine's Day-themed chart stat of the week. More than 100 songs with a variation of love in their title have hit number one on the Hot 100. And if you think that I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. Uh, Katie, do you have any uh, favorite uh, sort of love-ish theme songs since it is Valentine's oh, Day? Oh, yeah.
0: Week? I've got a lot. I actually um really... A really dorky note about myself Is that when my friends get engaged I give them this mixtape that has All my favorite love songs on it So I actually have my own personal compilation Album Hmm. Maybe I should submit it to the Grammys for next year As
1: (laughs) long as it goes with some visual media
0: Yeah Um, But I think my favorite might be Wonderful by Adam Ant What? Yeah
1: Okay I'm obsessed with that song That's weird Yeah That's random
0: It's so good though Oh. Everyone just go ahead and take a listen. That was
1: like the second time he had a career resuscitation. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, because Adamant was big in like the early 80s with Goody Two Shoes and Stand and Deliver. And then he disappeared. And then he came back with that dancey song called Room at the Top. And then he came back again later with the ballady AC kind of like adult contemporary a Top 40 song. Wonderful. Hmm so we yeah, had like sure three enough, different it's from
0: 95 i would yeah. have expected it was much earlier than that
1: like room at the top was like 89 90 or something
0: this is not a song that i knew in 1995 this is not a song that i was familiar with then i 100 percent found out about it mm, like maybe past
1: college even wow and fell in love with it hmm. L- fell in love with it love. <laughs> um well i don't really have a favorite love song i'm not really good with like favorite love songs in general do you want me to
0: give you more then <laughs>
1: but mine. sure i mean <laughs> no. uh i can default to like you know madonna's crazy for you that's oh, a good one that's a great one You know, nice uh ballad you know slow dance ballad yeah you know, very primo 80s um but no i don't really have I'm, i
0: can tell i can tell the people my weddings what my wedding song was too was it john Mayer? definitely was not john Mayer. don't think dan would have approved um it was uh um lovely day by bill withers Oh. Yeah, it's one of my favorite
1: songs of all time. Didn't Justin Timberlake channel that in his Oscar opening number with uh Can't That sounds Stop the familiar.
0: Film? Yes, that definitely sounds familiar. He's always loved Bill Withers too. I think they're from maybe the same place or something because he talks about him a lot.
1: Well, should we go out on a uh, lovely day by Bill Withers? I I will never deny that. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. A lovely 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 da,
0: 18- plus.